Hey everyone, and welcome to another Yogi Misfit session. My name's Danny Pumploon, and I'm your host. On today's show, I've got Jessica Shears on the show. Um, Jessica is a San Francisco local. She is a coach herself, and she also has not one, not two, but three life coaches. Yeah. She talks a lot about this episode on why coaches are important, um, how she finds them useful, and also how we can also use them useful as well. So I hope you guys enjoy the show. And if you love the show, please make sure to leave a review on iTunes as it helps. Until then, enjoy the show. Jessica, what is going on? Hey, Danny, how are you? Happy Monday. Uh, same, it's except for San Francisco's on fire. <laughs> I know. I smelt fire this morning, actually, outside my house. So last night I was going to bed and uh, like I was, like I had my window open or whatever. And I was like, what is that smell? And I thought, oh, someone's having like, that's <laughs> kind of silly. I was like, it's a bonfire. So, no, someone's, <laughs> I was like, someone's like, have their fireplace going. And then I'm like, wait a minute, there are no fireplaces in San Francisco. What? <laughs> no acting. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's I, so uh, it's, it no no no. It's sorry, sorry to interrupt you. It's so strange because I had the same like thought go through my head. I got I get up really early. I got up at four this morning and I was doing all my priming stuff. And I went outside and I smelled fire. And I was like, huh, that's so weird. Somebody must be like burning brush or something next door. Like I was just kind of like looking around. Yeah, but it's still dark out, so I didn't really fully yeah i guess there's happening. a there's a bunch of anyway there's a bunch of fires out in like nap or whatever but where san francisco's not on fire there's just ash everywhere just ash yeah um yeah are you in the city i am i am i'm right on 18th and uh, valencia oh i actually used to be your neighbor oh hey I, hey old neighbor <laughs> hey old neighbor i'm not your neighbor anymore but i used to be your neighbor <laughs> <laughs> nice so let's uh let's dive in jess i want to talk uh well i want to talk to you about a few different things but one like let's let's chat about you what are you what are you doing these days what's what's happening what's going on in the world of you oh my gosh so um big question um thank you for asking and thank you for having me on um, yeah for sure <laughs> um so a lot's been going on in my life the past year and a half so i just launched my own company um, so that's been really like the heart of my focus and, um, it's, it's all around holistic wellness, life coaching, um, leading retreats, um, and just kind of being an overall badass. Hopefully I can, I can say that on here. Uh, I was um, dropping all the F-bombs the other day, so it's totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I have a problem with that. So yes. You can say awesome. fuck shit and anything else you want. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel more comfortable. I can breathe now. Um, yeah, so it, it's just been all about launching my business. And, you know, the why for me is uh, really just unleashing inspiration um, and originality in others along their journey into becoming, you know, the best version of themselves and not meaning the best version of, you know, the approval of others or what society deems to be successful. Um, but really the deep version of success and what that looks like for them, which, you know, could be different for everyone. And sure. I think people need to, um, you know, not need to, but they have this deep desire to step out of that societal like crunch box and really find their purpose. So for me, it, you know, it's all about helping people not only find the purpose in their lives um, through wellness and, and life coaching and yoga and lots of other things, but 
um, really find fulfillment um, because I think that that's something that we're desperately missing. So what were you doing beforehand before, I guess, what were you, blah, 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 words. What were you doing, uh, it, it is Monday morning. What were you doing beforehand that made you want to take this jump? Or like, what was it that you decided, holy shit, I have to do this other thing. Like, this is what I have to do. Yeah. Um, so I, I actually um, have been working in an IT technical services um, firm for, for quite some time, over six and a half years. So I, um, you know, it, it really was one of those, one of those jobs that, um, was, was super stressful, you know, working at a desk, um, 70 hours a week. Um, I moved four times for the company in the past five years, wow. uh, managed an office of, uh, individuals. I was stressed, um, and I actually, Danny, I mean, a lot of people don't know this, but I wasn't doing yoga or anything having to do with yoga. My diet was horrible about a, two years ago, I would say. Um, I was, you know, a yoga hater, not for me. I'm too tough for that. You know, I don't need it. A lot of people, you know, would try to introduce me to that, um, that lifestyle. And I was like, no, no, thanks. Like, I'm good. Um and, you know, flash forward to now I'm teaching and like leading retreats and um, doing TED Talks on, you know, wellness and, and um, you know, holistic ways to help your body. So it's literally like 180 flip. Wow, um, that's huge, man. Yeah, yeah. So it's been it's been a huge journey. Um, and, you know, I say toughness because I've been doing martial arts my entire life since, since I was in second grade. Mm -hmm. um, and I always. What type of martial uh, arts? I'm sorry. What type of martial arts? Um, so I've uh, multiple types, but the the what I practiced when I was younger was uh, Tang Sudo, which is a Korean form of martial arts. Okay. Uh, similar to Taekwondo, but um, there are some differences there. And um, you know, when I got into college, I um, they didn't have Tang Sudo. It's not as popular as Taekwondo. So I joined the Taekwondo team at North Carolina uh, State University, and um, that was a club team that I was on there, and um, it, as well as um, cheerleading D1, so uh, my life was super crazy. Hey, yo, uh, I was a cheerleader. <laughs> yay! Oh, my God, we're going to have to have a separate cheer conversation. And I was going to say, and the topic is now changed to cheerleading. <laughs> the, the topic is now, when can we do acro cheer yoga? Um, <laughs> All the time. <laughs> you and Dolores. Um, yeah, so, it, so, I mean, that was part of, like, my, my toughness, like, from a mental standpoint, but really when I got into yoga, um, I realized all of the similarities with breathing and just movement and, um, you know, in general, like how to like really work with your body and your mind. And mm -hmm. there's so many similarities there. And I, I felt like I was really pushing away yoga as like the hoity toity, like get well type of a thing. And I was a martial artist. That's what I identified with. And you know, I, I really started marrying those two lifestyles together and molding that practice because it can be really fierce, but it can also be super vulnerable. And, um, you know, that's the one piece that I felt like I was missing that I've now kind of married into my practice. What? Okay, so where would you say that the major shift happened, though, where you were like, now I need to go help other people go through this as well like what or was there anything actually is a better question was there anything that you were like one day you just sat there and it like hit you upside the head and you're like I need to spread this to other people you know there were so many like aha like breakthrough mo moments for me um I actually have um three different life coaches um that I pay to coach me and um well you know, wait three 
I have three different life coaches. Yeah, a lot of people are like, what? <laughs> because I am a life coach. Um, so p- sometimes people are like, well, wait, wait, why do you have so many coaches? Well, I have coaches because like I, I need I need coaches and I think everyone needs coaching. Um, and I- I'm I'm investing in myself with coaches and, and um, really a lot of a lot of them have challenged me um, to, you know, push it to the next level. Um, sure. sure. Uh, you know, I, I don't really feel like you can hold anyone accountable, but they've been more like inspirational. Um, you kind of have to, you have to hold yourself accountable essentially. But, um, but there was one moment I actually went to, um, a Tony Robbins sem- seminar, um, unleash the power within, uh, in San Jose, uh, 2016. And, you know, he peeled back some layers of the onion for me that um, that needed to be, you know, stripped away from me. And that's when I was like, you know what, I, I, I I'm growing to give and I need to contribute back to other people who who are feeling this way, who are either stressed in a, you know, computer pose job. Computer pose is like, you know, the worst, right? For, <laughs> yeah. for everything, you know, and like there's no amount of standing desk or like, <laughs> like treadmill desk that can help you <laughs> in a computer job. But does, um, does treadmill desk actually exist? It does exist. I've seen them and they're, it's actually hilarious, but, um, okay. Well, yeah. next podcast will be on. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I mean, I just, I just don't feel like there's any, uh, uh, you know, amount of, you know, sitting there and just like talking at somebody that you can do, you know, somebody has to, want to grow. Um, and, and I think that that's the biggest thing. And I've, you know, hopefully been able to provide a business that helps people along their journey to becoming that, that best version of themselves and, um, help them find their purpose and their fulfillment. Um, and and really like self, self love and self acceptance, because you can't give away what you don't have. And, uh, you know, I feel like there's a lot of people that try to give and give and give, but they don't really have their own self-love. Um, so my journey to finding that in myself, I, I feel like it, there's no other purpose than for me to give that back to others. When you started this, or rather, well, one, so I have all the questions for you right now. One, <laughs> when you started this thing, you knew you wanted to do coaching, like for sure, but you also wanted to, did you know like the vision of it was going to be like coaching and wellness and yoga and kind of a little bit of everything? You know, I started off like wanting to do a little bit more career coaching just from the industry that I was in and, you know, being in IT and, um, you know, the the nerd side of the house. Um, I, I think that a lot of... Um, a lot of people in IT have computer jobs, right? And I think that the biggest thing for me was, you know, career development, growing people into leaders, um, things like that. But then it just it just evolved um, from there. And, um, you know, I think the biggest thing for me was not only to take a little bit more of a risk, but to, to become a little bit more original and to try something new. And um, so I did measure some of the risks that I was taking. But I think that the, the biggest thing is, uh, for me was to to be a little bit more um, original than some other companies out there. And I know that there's, a, you know, there's life coaching, people throw that word around a lot or peak performance coaching or whatever you want to call it. But I really think the the biggest thing that that stuck for me was making sure it was an authentic um, practice, making sure it was filled with integrity and, um, you know, vulnerability and transparency. And I think that you know, in order to create a business, 
it's not just about the coaching or what type of coaching you do, whether that be career or wellness or yoga or nutrition or diet or fitness. It's about who you are and what you can give back to others. So, you know, it, for me, it was all about being a little bit more original and having um, having something else to give by rather than just, you know, hey, here's my email every two months that I'm going to clog your Gmail inbox with that talks to you about how you can lose 50 pounds, like, you know, just being a little bit more personalized, I guess, in in that manner. So it started out as career coaching, um, long-winded answering your question, but it became much more than that. And, um, you know, it's been now overall life coaching. So anything from transforming your nutrition to uh, fitness to yoga to um, uh, anything in your life. When you talk, when people come up and say, okay, what exactly is a life coach and what do you do and what are they going to accomplish or like, what are you going to accomplish? How is like, what's your answer like? (laughs) Yeah. So I think it's, I think it's all about what, what that person is looking for in their life. I'm not going to, you know, spit out something at them and and say, you can change your career and your your life and your nutrition, everything. Um, You know, it's really what, what they're looking for in their lives and what they want to grow. Because again, you can't motivate anyone. You can't hold anyone accountable. They, they have to be inspired by a greater purpose and a greater sense of self. So I think that, you know, I'm going to provide them with whatever ultimate like service and experience that they're looking for, but it's really a personalized um, relationship that I'm going to have per client. And again, if, you know, we're willing to be vulnerable with each other and authentic and, um, you know, I think that you can really create some sort of a vision mm-hmm. to help them live whatever their best best life is. So I, you know, I always start when people come to me and they're like, well, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, I break it down into, okay, well, what are your life pillars? What do you want to like, what makes up your life? And that could be something different for every single person, but maybe it's their health or their fitness or their friends or their career or, um, you know, what, whatever their life pillars are. And then we can kind of go through those and say, okay, well, well, what's a little bit like down for you right now? And, and what, what do you feel like needs the most work? And then we can start there because I feel like people sometimes don't know where to start. And it's really overwhelming to just look at your life and say, my life sucks and I don't know what to do right now. So I, I'm, you know, I think my, my expertise comes in into, um, you know, really digging into what we can tackle. And it's all about the little things too. I mean, some people are like, oh my gosh, like I need to lose 50 pounds tomorrow. You know, that's, that's not going to happen. Right. So I think it's, it's more about the, the little things, the habits, um, you know, growing into, um, and I mentioned earlier, priming. Um, I'm huge on priming. And I think that you know, that, that can change your entire life, just shifting that one thing that you do in the morning. Um, so I think it's, it's, it's different for everyone to answer your question. And how do you marry the yoga into all this? You know, it, it's, it's really, you know, you can't make somebody do yoga. Uh, sure. Like I said before, I used to be like that tough guy that was like, I I'm not doing yoga. <laughs> yoga is yeah. stupid. Right. Um, and now, now it's changed my life. I think, again, the biggest thing is, you know, it, it's an inspiration. It's, Um, slowly introducing people into what deep meditation can do for you, um, what breathing can do for you. 
And that doesn't have to be in a yoga studio mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Um, in a yoga class. Um, and if people don't want to do yoga, that's completely fine. But um, but it you can show people how it's changed your life. And, and I think that that, that says something in itself. Um, but the way that I marry yoga into it is um, when I'm leading retreats or doing workshops, I will always have a yoga class involved in it um, for, you know, either twice a day or once a day, if it's a retreat, um, focusing on priming, getting yoga in the morning, getting really that deep meditation. And I think that that's, um, you know, something that sometimes our yoga classes, you know, people run in and out, right? I mean, you, you know, it's, you have your, your studio that you're running. So people run in and out of yoga and some people like leave early. They need to go to work. They need to get the hell out of there. They skip Shavasana. Like they're not stretching. And, and I think, you know, in our, in our world, you know, you have to learn to slow down. So I'm hoping that, you know, in the retreats and the workshops, um, you know, you could slow it down a little bit. I love it. I think, uh, I mean, I, well, I guess I kind of sort of have a coach, but it's not like a life coach. Well, it's a little bit of both. Like we work on like business stuff and we work on like, I mean, it's all hand in hand, right? If I'm not happy yeah. in my life, my business won't grow, but it's, Absolutely. it's important to have someone to, to bounce uh, someone to have a sounding board, but two also to have someone to inspire you. Absolutely. And yeah. Like- no, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I mean, and, and people can have any form of coach. I mean, you know, a mentor, I mean anything, but you know, I think my biggest thing is, you know, in terms of coaching, like even with like a yoga instructor, don't choose your friend, right? Because they're not going to tell you the brutal, honest truth. Choose somebody who you admire, maybe model the masters. Um, choose somebody who's a master in something that you want to master yourself. And um, and and make sure it's somebody that's going to tell you the brutal truth. Like, you suck at that. Like, let's fix it, you know? <laughs> Where it's, you know, I, I guess choosing your mentors very carefully because people can be honest with you or they can, you know, blow smoke. Right, right, totally. I love it. So one last and final question for the people that are on the fence about maybe thinking about getting a coach. What do you say? Ooh, that's a really great question. Um, well, again, I have three coaches uh, (laughs) and they've completely changed my life. Um, and when you look at people that are the best in something like taking like the extreme, like the Olympics, Mm -hmm. um, they have a coach, um, all the best sports teams, they have a coach, um, anyone who's ever been successful in business, including people like Steve jobs. And, you know, I mean the, the big, the big wigs of Silicon Valley, they've had coaches in their lives and, you know, again, you can think that you can do it all alone, but you know, everyone's our teacher, even people that aren't my coaches. I'm, I'm letting them teach me every single day. And I think that the biggest thing is, again, you know, you're not going to get to the next level unless you want to invest in yourself and choose to invest in yourself. And that can go for life coaching or it can even go for, for yoga. You know, if you're not going to invest in yourself w- with your yoga practice, then you're not going to get better. Right. 100%. So I yeah. Yep. I love it. I love it. Jess, thank you so much. That's like, yeah, I mean, you. I learned a lot in this. I feel like I need, I feel like I need three coaches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 